she dances around and <laughs> has fun. It, it took her probably, oh, maybe four weeks mm. before she got confident enough to um, actually start playing. Hello, welcome to Stolen Our Hearts, the podcast about ferrets and other exotic pets. Today I'm speaking with my friend Naomi because sometimes the stories that we hear from our friends are the interesting ones. Before we start, I'd just like to remind you that I have a Facebook group. You can just search for Stolen Our Hearts and apply to join. It's very easy. In that group, I'll be talking about what's coming up next and having some conversa- conversation starters. Also, this week I'm launching my membership program, which I'm very excited about. It goes from anything from just supporting the podcast up to one-on-one personal mentoring to get you confident about your ferret ownership. Come and check it out in the links below. So here's the interview. Um, So hi, Naomi. Um, We were just having a nice little chat there. But I met you when you posted about something that had happened. Um, Would you like to tell everyone what that was? Uh, Yes. On New Year's Day, I just happened to have a ferret wander into my backyard. Um, My husband just bought bought her inside and, oh, look what I've found. Um, Yeah, so that, that was sort of how we met when I put her up mentioning that I'd found a ferret. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So weird. (laughs) And you live, sorry, let's introduce you. Let's go back a bit. Would you like to introduce yourself? Where do you come from? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, My name's Naomi (laughs) and I live near Ballarat in Victoria. Mm -hmm. So I live out on, on 10 acres um, with my horses and my dogs. So, so that was a long walk I don't know. for her. Yeah, I've got no idea where she has actually wandered in from. Yeah, maybe she was dumped. Yeah, well, I I just I wouldn't have a clue, but she was extremely, extremely emaciated and it was probably 38 degrees. So Gosh. we were she was probably lucky that she wandered into our place because it was it was so, so muggy and hot. Yeah, that's very dangerous. <laughs> and at the time, we thought she might be pregnant, didn't we? So, oh, yes, there was a lot of thoughts there. She, she um had some nipples, so we were getting a little bit worried about that. And she, pulled, um, she had like no fur in her tummy either. That was weird. No, she had. She basically had no fur, uh, yeah. not much fur at all on her on her belly. I was a bit worried because if she was pregnant, um how the kits would end up being because Mm. she was so skinny um and she was also covered in fleas too so she had a lot of fleas um yeah so she wasn't in the best shape and she latched onto my husband a couple of times Mm. um I had to try and pry her jaws off wow straight away as soon as she got in the house 
Um, actually, no. She he picked her up. He picked her up outside. She actually went in to one mm. of my dogs' yards. So there was three shepherds in that yard. Oh my gosh. Um. So he picked her up and brought her inside, and and she was fine. But I think she sort of just started to get a bit worried. Mm. You know different place and we'd just put her in a small cage because we weren't set up to have any type of ferret or anything mm. like that so yeah but, um yeah so you had it in what did you end up putting her in to start with um I just had a like a soft puppy crate mm-hmm. um so like a you know like a carry carry crate for a puppy um but it was just, it was just mesh. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, if she wanted to, she could just tear through that within five minutes. Um, but we found we had a um, bigger one, the bigger round ones for the, it was like a big playpen. Mm-hmm. Same sort of deal, plastic floor mesh. So we got that out and popped her in that. So she at least had some space and, you know, room to move. Mm. that lasted two weeks <laughs> that's a pretty good um run for that sort of um, yeah yeah playpen I think <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> um but pretty much immediately you started building um a cage for her could you tell us about that um yeah we We've sort of, I'd been, in the meantime, I've been looking to see if anyone had lost her, mm-hmm. asking around and things like that. But, you know, we needed to get her. I didn't want to just dump her off with a ranger or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really just needed to get her into something secure. So I jumped on Marketplace on Facebook and found a, one of the old TV cabinets mm-hmm. um, and I gave my husband some ideas and we started building a cabinet cage. Hmm. Um, So what does that include? Because I was very impressed with it. So So, um, it's got that big area in the middle where you have the the TV sitting and it's Mm got um, different levels in the cupboards on the sides. So we've taken the the lead lighting out of the sides and put mesh on there. Mm-hmm. Um, we put holes through the floors so that she could get up and down the levels and we gave her tunnels to scoot across from one side to the other side. She could go down tunnels, up tunnels. Um, yeah, it turned out, turned out pretty good. And down the bottom it is an enclosed cupboard. Um, so I just put blankets and stuff in there and mm-hmm. we put holes so that she could get into there it's like a little bed cave Mm. and um a question someone's going to ask I'm sure is how easy is it to clean like what happens with that um it's actually fairly easy because on the food area we put um lino Mm -hmm. and in the toilet area we've put up the walls and on the floor, we put perspex. Mm. But I've also got a litter tray um, with a bit of litter in it as well, which yep. Skits was actually really good at using it. So, 
lucky there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, it's actually it's actually pretty good. I mean, if they if they decide to poop in a in a different corner um, occasionally, it's still quite easy to clean. I mean, I have to stand on a bucket to get to the top. <laughs> so I'm not very tall, but um, yeah, it's it's pretty easy. That's good. Um, so how did you decide to keep her? Like, what was the process? Of? Well, I guess I guess it was more to the point of you know no one. I felt that no one was actually looking for her. Mm. Um, and every day, like even now, I still, you know, I still look at lost ads and things like that in the area and there's there's never been anything. I've asked around um, mm. and, you know, no one's, no one said, I've lost this ferret. Yeah. Um, so, look, we were just more than happy to keep her here and if someone just happened to come along and say that they lost her or something like that, you know, she's mm. here. Um, she's she's happy and she's fed. And that was sort of my, you know, my worry. Like, do you drop her off at a ranger and then what happens to her? Mm. Do, you, do you, you know, oh, I could have just given her to, I guess, um, you know, a rescue group or something like that. But I guess I sort of felt there's not real much difference in her being here. Yeah. And my daughter sort of got a little bit attached. <laughs> and you were telling me that even if she did find her home again, you were going to go and get another ferret anyway. It was time. <laughs> yes. Oh, look, if if we had have come across her owners or anything like that, I absolutely would have asked them if I could buy her hmm. because, you know, we sort of got a bit attached to her she yeah. sort of grew on us and you know we've had ferrets in the past and it was just nice to have another one so mm. yeah. um and I mean in situations like that when they come up emaciated and covered in fleas you do have to wonder if that's from her adventures or from her life so yeah yeah you de mm. you've definitely got that's that so that going through her head it's like you know is she gonna end up back like mm. that what what's going to become of her well she's under you know, sex she's, as well so that's kind of concerning yeah she yeah she's made anyway no she, well she well that's how we ended up finding out she um wasn't pregnant because she she came into season right okay so that's not really a sign of a good fair owner anyway is it so oh it's pretty sad but I am very glad you found her. <laughs> um, and so what did you end up naming her? Um, my daughter actually named her Skits. Yep. <laughs> uh, so. Um, so what's she going, how's she going now? Um, she's really fantastic now. She actually looks really good. She's put on, put on weight. Um, you know, she her her coat looks nice. She's happy. Um, she dances around and <laughs> has fun. It, it took her probably oh 
maybe four weeks mm. before she got confident enough to um, actually start playing. Oh, that's very um, sad. Yeah. I'm oh, glad she is. That, and me too, and it was really good to to just watch her change, her whole, like she doesn't bite, she, you know, she just, you speak and she's like, where are you? Come and see me, you know. Mm. She just, yeah, she's just really happy. If if I go out there, she's straight to the cage. Um, you know, I pat her and she loves to be pat, she loves to be scratched uh, underneath her chin. Mm. And she's figured out all the beds now too, so. Yes. Mm. Yep. She she just goes tearing through those tunnels and, <laughs> oh, she loves it. She has a blast. Mm. Um, and then after you decide you're keeping her, you thought she, she needed a friend. So. <laughs> well, well, yes, I, I did. And we, because she had come in season, um, and we haven't had her desexed as yet. Mm. We we sent her to um, unwanted fuzz mm-hmm. for a few days to to see one of their um, vasectomized hobs mm-hmm. um, to to bring her out of season. And she she really got along well with the other ferret. And I felt really really bad <laughs> bringing her home to no friend. Yeah, you sent me photos of them cuddling. I was like, oh, I know. You barely I know him. So, oh, yes, I know. She loved him. And I felt so guilty. Like, I honestly felt guilty that I was bringing her home to, mm. to no ferrets. Mm-hmm. So, straight away, um, I got onto Gumtree to have, have a look <laughs> to see, you know, if I could find any ferrets. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, there's a lot of ferrets on there um but I came across um one that was a an 18 18 month old male who had been Mm desexed um and I rang up the guy and he said the only reason why he was getting rid of him was because he couldn't hunt like he just wasn't a good hunter yeah and this guy likes to hunt the ferrets and he just wanted a good home for him. So it was nice to know that he actually wanted somewhere good for him to go mm. instead of instead of another rabbit person getting him and maybe knocking him on the head because that's he said some people do that. Yeah. Um they do. if they can't if they can't ferret, so uh, if they can't, you know, rabbit. So Yeah. Or if they're disabled, yeah. they do that too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we went and met the guy actually on my birthday mm-hmm. um, and met the ferret and he was happy enough that we weren't going to take the rabbit hunting because, yep. you know, I can't do that. I can't do that to little bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be hopeless. Um, so, yeah, we bought, we bought him and took him home and my daughter – she called him Buck. Mm-hmm. So um, off the, the weasel off um, Ice Age, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided to just introduce them and we put them in, in um, the big box we've got outside just for them to 
play in. And, well, Skips was in love instantly. Mm-hmm. Oh. She was just so, she just went so crazy. I, I've, I, just, I can just see her in my head as I'm talking about it. Um, yeah, she just went really crazy and she was so excited. Mm. Um, and Buck was just like, whatever. I don't really care. Yeah, I was, um, I saw some of the videos and um, I loved how she was just coming up and like grooming his ears and things. I mean, I know that's a dominance thing because she's like, I'm the boss and yeah. so I will clean you and you cannot, um, you're not allowed to protest this. But he was just carrying on his business exploring and stuff. So, yeah, but she was being no. very friendly. She wasn't trying to dominate in a mean yeah, way. Yeah, so. there was just, there was no, no worries at all. Um, no. And they just, yeah, they were fine. They were fine um, when we put them back into the the cage and mm. inside. So, yeah, yeah. she yeah. got a friend. She did. But then, <laughs> uh, um, yes, yeah, you noticed something with him. Um, yeah, I just, the more I just watched him closely, I noticed his breathing was quite fast. Mm. Um, and like I'd obviously spoken to you about it and I'd spoken to somebody else about it. Yeah. Um, and of course I'd just get on Google and just Google everything and worry myself silly. Yeah. Um, so I, I rang the vet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I rang the vet. I think what did, what did I have him like three, three days, mm. two or three days I had him and I rang the vet and I managed to be able to um, squeeze him in with my dog appointment. Um, so I'd had him, I had him seven days when we were able to get him to the vet. Yeah. And um, took him in and she listened to his heart and things like that and said it wasn't sounding great. So she went and done an X-ray. There was a lot of fluid. He had a lot of fluid on both of his lungs. So he was actually only breathing with a quarter of his lung. Yeah, that's crazy. I I still think that's Um, amazing. Yeah. So he... Because she couldn't really see his diaphragm, she said it's a possibility that um, it's ruptured and he's going to need surgery. So we spoke about, um, you know, surgery and, and obviously the risks and things like mm-hmm. that and the cost. Um, and they were happy for me to even pay it off if I needed to. Um, and we just basically said, look, you know, we may have only owned him a week, but he's such a sweet soul mm. and he's just a baby. Um, if he needs surgery, just give him surgery. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so yeah, we, we sort of just said goodbye to him because, you know, we weren't sure if it, it, it was going to be high risk. So we weren't sure, you mm. know, if we'd actually get to see him again basically yeah, it was very scary I mean I was already attached virtually so online yeah. I was just like oh my gosh like poor buck yeah yeah <sighs> um so the day was the day was quite um like I, I was very anxious all day because mm. you know I wanted my phone to ring and the vet update me but then 
you know, when you get that phone call, you just sort of look at it and you're scared because you don't, you don't know what you're going to hear. Um, so they first rang me up to, um, just double check to make sure that I was happy for them to go ahead with, you know, whatever they needed to do. Um, and that's when she actually told me that, um, his temperature was so low when he came in that he was actually dying. So, so that was really sad. Like I, you know, we've obviously got him in, in time. Um, so, oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) yes, my dog. Um, so she said that what the first stages were is that they will, um, he'll get sedated and they will attempt to drain some fluid out of his lungs. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully he, he makes it through. So, you know, they were always making it clear that it's extremely high risk and it is something that could just put him over the edge Yeah, and he may not make it. So, you know, having that just sitting in your mind all day um, Mm. is pretty scary. And she didn't ring me until 7 o'clock that night. Yeah, I was waiting. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, um, like, I I just felt, I felt so sick when Mm. I seen the number come up. I just, my whole stomach dropped. Um, And... The best thing was is she started off with, I've got good news. Mm. <laughs> so everything was fine with that. So they actually, um, he came through really well out of out of having the fluid. They actually drained 115 mil mm. off just one lung. Um, That's like half a cup, that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 250 and mils that, a cup. Wow. Yeah. And that lung fully inflated after Mm. that um they couldn't they couldn't drain the other lung because um she said it was everywhere not just in a pocket um so they they give medication um to do that Mm. to drain to drain that over time um and they did they did more they did more X-rays, um, and they was they've they've been quite concerned that um, it's probably his heart. Yeah. So we won't know a hundred percent if it's his heart until um, he has his next X-rays next week. Mm. But he was allowed to come home the next day. I left him at the vets. I could have taken him home that night. But I opted to leave him at the vets because he was in like the, um, you know, a temperature controlled yeah. area. So that was a good move. And, and in an oxygen chamber. So I figured he can stay there for the night um, and we'll pick him up in the afternoon mm. the next day. Um, and he, well, we still had to worry, you know, is he going to make it through the night? Um, so... They rang me in the morning and they said, um, Buck's still with us. He has been eating, um, wandering around. He's back in 
in his crate um and I literally just had tears like yeah he didn't he hasn't he hasn't needed to have surgery um because they did the x-ray and he he um they can see now that there's a diaphragm there Hmm. um but because of he's still got more fluid they they can't 100 percent say if it's his heart or not they've got to wait until that fluid drains Mm. so he's just now on three lots of medication twice a day um and and he's been home a week now Mm. um what i think is so good about it is that he'd have no chance at all unless you'd adopted him because I don't think many other people would have noticed the fast breathing or no, been willing to take him to the vet. Yeah, I don't I don't think so either. I mean, I guess maybe a a good ferret person or um animal person um yeah, may have noticed, but you know, would would they have taken him to the vet? Would they you know, he was he wasn't breathing weird he wasn't coughing or anything mm. like that it was just um, fast. He, he was just fast breathing and he would wander around and he was eating he was drinking he'd wander around but he was very laid back and we thought you know he's just a really laid back ferret so he'd wander months, around That's a bit yeah a bit so concerning. he'd wander around and then he'd just lay down for a little bit mm. you know just chill out so it was yeah just just to be odd and I don't think that um I don't think the person who owned him would have even noticed like he said that no. they spend 90% of the time in the cage mm-hmm. he might go out on a Saturday and hunt rabbits well Buck wouldn't have went because yeah he was no no good so and that's why it was probably no good um unless he was just also no good and then got sick later we don't know but yeah, yeah, well, I don't, yeah, mm. I've got no idea. All I know is that, mm. yeah, he he was sick and we've yeah. sort of helped him along the way there. He's definitely got a chance now, so. Yeah, well, he's, he's completely different. Mm. He's just so different. You know, he he's just, I mean, I have to, um, I have to a few times a day count his, his breaths to make sure they don't get too high Mm. Um, and they've been really good but just playing you know he doesn't he doesn't rest he he is happy to play with skits and the other day as you've seen in the video he actually really played and that was Mm. that brought tears to my eyes to see him actually play like an excited happy ferret yeah it was joking (laughs) yeah it was great Mm. so good (laughs) And they've been cuddling, which is very adorable. I know that's so cute. I'm so glad I got those photos. I, I you know, I've been. I see them. Um, you know, they'll sleep in the bottom together sometimes, mm. but I hadn't actually seen them cuddled up like I did um, last night. And mm. it was after that after they played like that, and then yeah, they were cuddled up together was very Play is cute. a form of bonding so yeah I think that's probably why that's so cute yeah definitely mm. well, we're <laughs> friends now <laughs> yeah yeah no they're beautiful mm. 
So gorgeous. Um, so I was going to ask, uh, why ferrets for you? You had ferrets before, and I have them again. What's what's your deal with ferrets? Because you've got your dogs and your horses. So why have you chosen uh, I just ferrets think as well? They, I don't know. They're just they make you laugh. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just so quirky and funny. It's just really nice to have something different and something that you can laugh about. You know, <laughs> as everybody knows, it's been it's been a tough couple of years <laughs> um, during this time, and and yeah, they're just and I think I think that we've always spoken about you know getting ferrets again. Mm. Um, never sort of you know really got around to it as yet, and skits coming into the yard as has um but having those two that have had trouble is being extra special like I feel mm. it feels nice to um watch them develop into confident happy ferrets yeah compared, compared to what they were mm. so yeah I say that's been yeah. special too yeah the I, I, is lovely yeah, and and I, I I get joy from it because you know I've got horses here that that um I've rescued and things like that and mm. and got them got them good and you know dogs and stuff like that as well. So mm. I enjoy I enjoy it. I love my animals. Yeah. <laughs> um. So all those years ago, how did you get into ferrets? Oh, I look, I can't even remember. Mm. My sister and I were so young. We used to have pet rats yep um and I I actually honestly don't even know how we managed to get ferrets all I remember (laughs) is going to someone's house picking a couple of baby ferrets and taking them home like Mm. they never used to bite us we used to have them in the house we used to walk them um I I named I named my ferret cougar so we actually had three at one stage so we had Stassi cougar and Geordie Geordie was my my sister's ferret. I had he was an albino, and I had two pole cats. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and they were just fun. Like we were kids, so so they were fun. I recall um, walking. I used to just walk them up the street. Look, just used to walk them everywhere. <laughs> and a police a police car drove past, and they yelled out the window, "Are they ferrets?" <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and they did it. They did a U-turn, and we picked them up. Yeah. And he was he was like a, a joking cop. He gets out of the car and he goes to get his gun out of the holster. <laughs> um. And he's like, "Oh, what are you doing with them?" And I'm like, "Oh, we're taking them for a walk." And yeah, they were just really interested in the fact that you know there's two kids walking ferrets up the yeah. street. <laughs> just mm. random, but um, but yeah. So they were fun, and and then um. God, probably maybe 10, probably 15 years ago, I had, I ended up getting another couple of ferrets. Hmm. Um, And we've probably been in this house for, I don't know, a fair few years now, but I had one ferret here and um, she ended up passing away and um, a few years ago and we just haven't, haven't got any more since and mm. now now I'm glad like they're just 
they've just made me laugh. They've just been so fun. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I agree. And I think they, people call them like the little happy pills and stuff. It's like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the they, they definitely, yeah, they definitely are. You know, it's like I'll put them out outside and just sit out there and, and watch them. Hmm. And it's They're different fun. to, a, I mean, I love dogs. I don't know much about horses, but I like them. But it's different, like, I think. that's uh, Yeah, I'd miss not having ferrets even if I had a whole bunch of dogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of dogs. Um, yeah, no, they, they definitely are. They're definitely different. And mm. They're just characters. They're just honestly just little characters. They've got their own crazy personality and, and yeah. they just don't, don't care. They're crazy. <laughs> like you said the other day, you know, your ferret started going stupid and she just ran into the wall because yeah. she, she didn't even look. She, just she was, didn't care. She's just having fun. She, was just, she ran down the stairs, started dancing because apparently running down the stairs is hilarious. <laughs> and just smacked into the wall and I'm like, uh, Trixie, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, I know, I keep seeing, I keep seeing everyone's ferrets um, like water and I'm like, I really just want mine to play in the water and swim. No, so I think they're just water still, babies. <laughs> oh, I love having water babies. I think they're still just, you know, coming out of their shells, getting, getting used to everything and, um, but. You know, Skits is just really good. I, I have no problem picking her up now. She just doesn't bite. It's fantastic. Buck's, Buck's never bitten. Mm. I don't know what I'd do with a ferret that just wants to bite me all the time. <laughs> uh, you have to sort of train them with it, I guess. Though I have heard yeah. of some that just refuse, absolutely refuse to stop biting us off for sake. That sounds horrible. But... <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. Most of them. No. Most of them can be nip trained, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, yeah. well, I, I've never, you know, in the times that I've owned ferrets, I've never, never had one that, you know, would bite. I had, when I had Cougar, um, he'd be running around the house and he'd always go and bite the ankles of the Avon lady. So visitors. Just the the Avon lady. So when mum would have her Avon lady come over, (laughs) um, he'd hide behind the door and just reach out and I'm just going to get you by the ankle, but not nasty. Yeah. It was only ever her. Maybe it was some moisturiser she was using. I don't know. I mean. I don't know, but it was funny. Whenever I get my nails done, Marie tries to bite them off my fingers. So why are you doing oh, this? Yeah. And it only happens for the first, like, two days after I get them done. I think it's yep. the oil that they rub on them afterwards. She she thinks that's wrong. Doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're funny little things. So when I say mine don't bite, I mean, they, they play bite. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah removing things from me that they think is wrong or when it will lean his head back and just suddenly grab onto my chin very casually so <laughs> oh, yeah well I haven't had buck do anything like that I'm still I'm still quite unsure you know about skits <laughs> so 
I can pick her up. I can pat her. Um, I can do anything. You know, I sort of put my fist first um, to her nose mm-hmm. and she hasn't tried to bite me for so long. Um, and I can give her a scratch on the back and then she wants to, you know, roll over <laughs> and and play. But I'm really not sure that I want her to play bite me because I don't know how how bad it's going to be. <laughs> Or if she's yeah. just gonna mouth me, I'm not mm. game enough to. Maybe I should just get my husband to do it. <laughs> um, we could set up a, a play a nip training um, training for you, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what to do in preparation of the incoming nips? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Sorry, Karen. Oh no, I was just gonna say I think I'm pretty lucky with with her because you know when we, you know, the first week or so, couple of weeks that she was here, um, if you put your hand near her, she she'd bite it. Mm. But yeah, she's she's really just quickly gotten out of worrying about that. Yeah, it seems like she's learned that humans are good. Yeah. Which, again, implies to me that she hasn't had much interaction in the past. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask, so because you've had ferrets for quite a long portion of her life, what has changed in the ferret world since you started having ferrets? Have you noticed anything yet? Well, like ways think- of looking after them or something well see back back then you don't you didn't really have all this easy knowledge Mm. you know there was no Facebook groups there was no there was no nothing yeah so um I I think I think our ferrets honestly um way back then used to get meat a bit of mint and cat food yep because mm-hmm. that's what you are always told. Yeah. It's not your fault. It's what things people told all sorts of things back then and you didn't know how to check it. You were lucky if yeah. there was a book about it in the library. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and you know, being being kids, yeah, you're just sort of gonna listen to the people that that breed them. Mm. Um but you know the ferrets, the ferrets always did well, and and everything. And now, um, you know, as soon as as soon as we got skits, I was straight onto the ferret groups to to check things. Yeah. Um, and you know she she's raw fed now. Mm. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, I like that we've got the communities we can um utilize (laughs) yeah 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 and and I'm always you know I always want to do do better and learn more Mm. so it's no you know my dogs all growing up we used to feed our dogs dry food and and stuff like that and now there's no way I'd give my dogs dry food they they're all raw fed yeah yeah um our dogs still get dry food. Maybe you should look into that. 
Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, again, I'm, the, I'm so. the dry food Nazi. Don't feed your dog that. No, that's fine. That's fine. I like to improve too. <laughs> She's I'm not sure a peak or something. Seaweed peak, and that's okay. Yeah, that's her favorite um, snack she gets. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she gets quite a seaweed peak. Um, well, sorry. I was just going to say I was just a bit slack and I ordered um, raw and fresh for my ferrets mm. so I didn't have to worry about chopping up any gross bits. I don't know raw and fresh. What's that? Um, so it's a – it's they they do cat and dog food, so mm. it's it's raw um, and it's it's all – it's balanced. Okay. So they're balance, balance meals. Um, for cats. Balance meals for cats? Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, and dogs. Um, I mean, so dogs I've and got, cats have different balancing needs, so that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, one of my puppies is on, is on raw and fresh. Hmm. So I looked at the cat section to see what I could get the ferrets. So I can get, um, yeah, I can get packets of um meats for the ferrets with mm. um everything in it all oh, the organs and stuff yeah that's really good so yeah. <laughs> is that a victorian thing um no they're actually based in sydney mm. um but they i guess they have warehouses or whatever um yeah. around and and yeah, yeah i um they deliver to my door fantastic so everyone listening to this in victoria New South Wales can check that out. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I just, you know, that's just easy. I think it was um, $30 or something for seven or oh, 10, 125 gram satchels. Hmm. And for yeah. the convenience uh, I mean, as well. I always, yeah. And like they'll get, they'll get other stuff as well. So they'll still get, mm. you know, extras and things like that but just as a as a base I just figured I'd just do that do they have bones in it um I I believe so okay I know the do- I know the dog one has um it's got the right bone content it's got everything in it mm. um, I'll double check with the <laughs> the cat I'll have to double check yeah, because edible but, bones are a thing that they have to do. Yeah, and which I give them, mm. um, I give them chicken carcass mints anyway. Okay, yeah, that's good so stuff. they'll still they'll still get things like that regardless. Yeah, um, it's good. But my mine eat bones. Yeah, they won't chew. They won't. They won't chew on chicken necks. They won't chew on wings. Well, you've only had them for a little while. I think we can work on it and <laughs> get them onto yeah. it. They have to learn not to be fussy about it. Like mine, they, they're like, no, I want it all mashed up for me, please. I don't want to chew. Chewing is, <laughs> you know, beneath me. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and then eventually they just start eating um, the chicken necks as well and the gizzards and things. They had to build up their jaw strength, I think. That was their problem. But... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, funny. Yeah, well, picky things. Hopefully, hopefully they can. I mean, Buck's Buck's favorite is um pork. Mm. 
he just loves pork, like pork Sorry. mince. I, I cut up <laughs> um, I cut up pork. I was a pork roast. I, I'd cut some meat off it, mm. um, and he he loves it. Mm. Absolutely loves it and loves chicken giblets. Yeah, mine are super keen on liver. That's their favourite. Yeah. Just go crazy for it. <laughs> yeah, well, Skip sort of, she tends to be a bit more, a bit more fussier. <laughs> there was one stage there where she um, wasn't really eating much and I, I was a bit worried. So I got some seaweed peak to see if she would eat that. She wouldn't even eat that. Mm. So yeah. I, I think it was just the weather. Well, you know that they imprint on the food that they had when they were babies, so it's like you have to train them to eat different things. So she might be like, yeah. oh, I don't recognise this as food, so I'm not going to eat it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so and I, I wouldn't wouldn't know what she what she no, eaten before. You wouldn't. But she's hungry enough really to try, so that's when good. I got her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Oh, mine love eating brains as well. They look at like ice cream. But it's disgusting coming out the other end. So it's like oh, no brains. Yeah. <laughs> Not coming out yeah, of the cage well. until you've digested that. Thank you. <laughs> I might pass on the brains. <laughs> oh, it it ends up very gross, but they love it. Um, so my last question was, what do you wish people knew about ferrets? Um I guess. I guess more probably about feeding them. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably the most important. When I was looking looking at ads on Gumtree, there was actually a lot that had um, baby kits and you've seen them um, with a bowl of milk and bread. Oh. So I guess that's sort of the older older way of how how they did it. I don't even know what, like, Older, older, older way. Because, well, you know, yeah, cat food when we were little and... Yeah, but, um, but still, like, cat wow. food has got to be better than... Yes, absolutely. It has to be better than it, milk and bread. Yes. Yeah. Um, even even my mother-in-law, um, she calls them squirrels. <laughs> um, she... <laughs> She she said, "Oh, what are you feeding them? Bread and milk." Oh, so you know she's she's of that that older time that um that's what she thought that they would get fed. Gosh, so yeah, and in the past. yeah, but it's but yeah, it's not even just ferrets of the past. Like nowadays, people yeah. are still yeah, people are still doing it and. You know, there's so much knowledge out there now. Yeah. And if you approach some of these people, they're like, oh, I know what I'm doing. I've had ferrets for 50 years. And they've all yeah, been fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Changing really those weird. minds, that's important to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's it, it can be very hard to do um, when people are so so set in their ways. Yeah, I doubt they'd listen to the science anyway, but get the yeah. new people. <laughs> get the new people to know what they're doing. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. and that's why, you know, the groups and things are, are really great because yeah. it's been good seeing so many new ferret owners 
asking questions. Mm. Yeah, so. it's really good. Yeah. That's what I'm going to be around for too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. definitely. Um, okay, well, thank you very much, Naomi. I'll let you go to bed because <laughs> I know it's late at the moment. Uh, thank you so no, much for talking you. with me today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And I shall no doubt talk to you tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> with nice <laughs> photos. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this. Um, I think there's lots of hidden gems in this conversation about um, pitfalls for ferret owners. Please check out the link in my show notes and it'll tell you a little bit about my membership program. I'm really excited about it, like I said, and I just can't wait to help everyone. Okay, talk to you next week. <laughs>